Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. And we are here to say, welcome to A Creator-Based Life, the weekly podcast for CMH Coaching. We empower women of faith to create the lives they love, the lives they have always wanted. And I'm not here with Jacine, but hi, Jacine and your family. Hope you're having a great time. But I am here with Jen DeRoos, and she's a coach and a can grow anything gardener and a hypnotherapist. And I'm Beth, a master life coach, an author, and the creator of The Creator-Based Way. Create your one awesome, amazing, incredible, perfect life. So we are diving into the Christmas season. We have one week left. Can you believe it? <sighs> Just can't what even. Where, where did December go? I know. I feel like I need to do a disclaimer though, y'all. Jen and Jacine and I are taking Christmas holiday. So we will not be here Christmas day and we will not be here New Year's day, but we will be here so rested and so excited <laughs> on January 8th that you'll just think, oh, you should take a break again like that because you're supercharged. <laughs> just know we won't be here the next two weeks, but we'll be back to start a whole new year with you on the 8th of January. But yeah, I agree. December's like, poof. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it happened. It's crazy. It has definitely been a whirlwind. Yeah. To say the least. Yes. So tell me about your, how's your month been? I mean, you say it's just gone. Has it been really busy for you? Um, I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> Cause you know, I just like, I just thought back and like, what did you do besides just the norm? I don't know. It just seems yeah. like, it just seems like it flew to me. All of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. It's Christmas is next week. What's going on? Yeah. I went from Jared's saying, don't turn on Christmas music. You can't turn on Christmas music. It's it's not Thanksgiving yet to Christmas is next Monday. Yeah. It just, it just really took off. Yeah. And I'm not even sure what we've been so busy with, but it's been good busy. You know, mm-hmm. um, last week we were going to talk about creator-based contentment at Christmas, keeping us content. Oh, I do know now where part of it went. I was sick for those couple of weeks. So that's part of it. Yeah. Which is why we didn't, didn't record last week, but contentment, um, I think is all about your state of mind, right? Mm -hmm. I've been learning a lot about resistance. 
Um, I was doing a meditation this morning with Thomas McConkie and his challenge to you when you meditate is to find anywhere in your body that doesn't feel good. And then to think objectively, is this, is this a bad thing? And just to look at it as if it were just something new and different just without, without judgment, kind of like you say, with curiousness. Mm-hmm. And um, when I, when I stretched out to do meditation, I, I'm, I was totally tied up, totally tied up, like super wrapped up rubber band. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even realize it. And I started the meditation and he said, is there any place that doesn't feel good in your body? And I'm like, hello, head. Yep. You don't feel good. Hello, shoulders. Nope. You don't feel good. Hello, gut. Nope. You don't feel good. Hello, knees. Hello. You know, just kind of going through saying hello to all my parts and nothing felt good. And I could feel that super tightness that I hadn't even acknowledged. But then I understood why I felt cranky because I was ignoring all of the things from my body and I was in a state of discontent. Do you have those experiences? That's kind of a new thing for me to become aware of that resistance that's going on inside of me. Um, Yes and no. Sometimes it's like um, those things, I guess, that are really yelling at you. I really like, oh yeah, okay, this is really, you know, and I will try and get curious with it. But it's those times when I... I don't know. There's just some other things I'm all like, I never didn't, I didn't thought, I didn't think that was a, was, was trying to get my attention. So it's, it's right. when you get into that calming your mind state and just focusing in on the body, then you start to say like, well, I never noticed that, you know? And, right. and, and, and no wonder I kept shifting and feeling impatient because my body was trying to say, please shift positions, please rest. Please take a minute. Please pause and reflect on the suffering you're feeling. Yeah. And I wasn't willing. I was driving myself so hard to finish whatever it was I was finishing. I wouldn't pause and reflect. Yeah. It was really wild. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to learn to be more aware of the subtle um, things my body is trying to tell me so it doesn't Mm -hmm. get it gets to the point of yelling at me it's pain there's a, there's a like so when I'm, it's serious pain yeah i'm trying to scale it back and to say like what is just maybe not in harmony or what is like almost mm-hmm. on that brink of becoming a full-blown pain or issue and it's interesting mm-hmm. it's interesting mm-hmm. um one of the things that i was challenged to do recently was a walking meditation and, and walking meditation is nothing fancy. It's just paying attention to your feet while you walk, right? Mm-hmm. But when I started to pay attention to my feet, um, of course, I got out of my head that was on, on a racetrack somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. off the thing. And I noticed the same thing. Uh, I And I also have been challenged to be where your feet are. Yeah. Yeah. And all of those things bring me back into that place to... <laughs> consider being curious because I've been so busy that I'm not really willing to be curious, but I'm willing to consider being curious instead of being curious, open to being curious, <laughs> open to being curious because my brain, it just moves so fast. There's all of a sudden, everything just took off. I think it was in mastermind, I think, or maybe it was in coaching clear last week that somebody said December 15th, when December 15th hits the calendar, I go into overdrive, just poof. You know, mm-hmm. 
And so I think that's kind of what happened. And so now it's willing to consider or willing to be open to being curious. But I'm excited about the upcoming holiday with that new idea of what will we do with those days where we're with family and we're doing things in a more curious way, in a less resistant way. And how will that change those old patterns? Mm -hmm. You said you're going to see family this weekend, right? We're going to go spend Christmas Eve day with my husband's mother. <laughs> Yay! Your mom-in-law. Yep. Mom will you have opportunity to practice while you're there, do you think? Oh, the whole time. So Good. Then tell us what your favorite modes of practice are while you're with, um, while you're in a place that's uncomfortable for you. Um. Well, it's it's past kind of being curious about her experience because I know why she is the way she is because of her experience. So I know her story. Right. It's now me dealing with because because I'm a man. If I know my story and it's not like a harmonious story or whatever, I want to work on something to help it be different, to help it be beneficial. Sure. But when I get around somebody whose story is so broken. It, to in my perspective, okay, mm -hmm. is so right. broken and, and like that record, uh, you know, I then have to be practice lots of patience with my with it because you, I. I'm sorry. Do you find yourself turning to compassion at all? I I go from compassion to irritation to frustration uh -huh. to, uh -huh. to, irritation to frustration to compassion. You know, keep trying. Right. Well, because you're not perfect. Yeah. 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 Because I just am like, I, why do you want to live this way? Why do you want to be this way? You know, and then also to add in the dynamic of my husband trying to work in that relationship and then seeing his frustration or seeing his activations, you know, and things like that. It just, I sometimes have to just, this is what it is and sit back and just say, you know, let it, let it go. We're gonna, it's just, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. So right. instead of trying to be a fixer or trying to be, I just go to that middle space of just like, right. we're spending time with her. And it really, since we don't spend a lot of time with her, it really is all about her. Mm -hmm. And so. So you're going to go give a half day of service by listening for a half a day. Or just letting it be what she needs it to be, which yeah. is going to be complaining, which is going to be, you know, you know, what was me, which is going to be, I love you too. You know, it's like, it's going to be all over the place. Right. But, right. But when you choose to let it be what it's going to be, then you're not telling a story about it anymore. No, exactly. But I have to watch myself uh -huh. go to that space. And I'll just have to say, you know what? It's not always about you. Just let this be. Yeah. At least you're getting a great lunch out of it, then you know, or something like that, you know. Oh, and don't you find, at least for me, I find that when I can say to myself, let's just let this be, it's just gonna be what it is, it's incredibly liberating. Oh yes, oh yes. Mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden I just feel free as a bird and my my um good humor comes back mm -hmm. because then I can be entertained and pleasantly surprised or just amused if it's not pleasant. Yeah, yes, exactly. You know. Or just like, there'll be things like, you know, like because so, we'll play like a little game as we're going down there. We'll be like, what stories do you think we're going to hear? 
<laughs> what, what thing, how many, how many things are going to come up that we've disappointed her this year? You know, those type of things. And we'll just start uh -huh. to, and so they'll, uh -huh. when it does happen, we'll just kind of look at each other and laugh. Uh -huh. you know? so they're, they're, you know, when my parents, I'm sorry, go ahead. Like, so there's just that, there's just that. So when, when my parents, and that's perfect. Cause it just reminds me of this. When my parents were moving from their home of 25 years to come live with us, my whole family drove out to Las Vegas to pack up their home and to bring them back with us. And they were moving because they were very ill, both of them. You know, they just couldn't take care of themselves anymore. And so we cleaned out their home of 25 years, which was in and of itself incredibly stressful with both of them there because they were unhappy and it was a huge upheaval for them. They had way too many people in their house. There were so many things going wrong, but um, kind of like the game that you played with your husband in the car, we played a game of who can find the, the food item that has the longest this expiration, expiration date. date. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, I don't even remember. Aubrey was the winner. I think she found something from 1970. Oh but my I can tell gosh. You, but it was, well, and it was probably like Worcestershire sauce or something that never yeah, spoils. <laughs> or maybe it was a bottle of wine or something. Who knows? But, um, but it was really interesting. The humor with that game that mm -hmm. we meant no harm, yeah. that levity allowed us to break the stress mm -hmm. and to work much more patiently and compassionately because we were just letting go of that energy on the regular. Yeah. Yeah. And that game with your husband, that's cute. And then there's the knowing glance every time it comes up. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I have to be careful because I really like when I get around. So I, I think it's just because, you know, my husband and I just have been together for so long that when he gets in a, in a heightened state mm -hmm. emotionally or like whatever, I will feel his energy and I'll start to go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll start to like, yes. I, I have to remember that that's his it's not mine and to kind right. of try to be the calmer in because we can both go like this off of each other and then it's just like well and you do when you're when you're companions and you're close with a companion and a partner you do feel feel each other yeah yeah Troy and I are celebrating wedding anniversary tomorrow and I remember when um the last time he had a toothache oh my gosh I suffered with his toothache it was the weirdest thing. He was, he had a nerve that was wrong. And so the nerve pain was really bad for him. And I remember sitting with him and thinking, oh my gosh, my jaw hurts, oh. but it was his pain. <laughs> and it was that connection with him. I could feel his energy the same way. Yeah. yeah. It's a good connection until it it's is. not. Until it's not. Yeah. No. Um, so how do you discharge that with you and Jeremy? Well, I do a lot of like, breathing it out like when I feel it and I feel myself starting to like I'll just like I'll just breathe it out so I'll do a lot of like okay. deep deep like exhaling like I feel like I'm just letting it off of the you know the, the top you know um, yeah. that's for me um I really have to show up as I am here just for the ride and I will do anything and everything that you need me to do because if I add just one little bit of expectation or pressure to that, that man tips over because it's really hard for him to be around an aging parent. Sure. It is. And, it can be really challenging. Yeah. And um, in particularly someone that's never happy about their situation. Yeah. And um, 
so I just try and be as peaceable as as you can be yeah and just because it's really you know we're there to it's about helping the mom feel better about this the holiday and me supporting him so he can get through it basically I so. yeah I I totally get that we, I, we got, I got to that through some really horrible experiences it wasn't like something right off the bat no I had to go in and have experiences with him where we were both at each other's throats that was what I was going to ask about. Our drive back. All the way home, fighting all the way home, right? Until I started to figure because out. Because of the energy. Home. Yeah, what was going on. And also, like, you know, interesting enough, like, some of the stuff that he was going through was triggering some of the stuff that I was going through. So I yeah. had to be able to sit back and just say, this isn't mine, but it's yeah. reacting with mine. And this is kind of really not the space for this to be happening. And so I had to go in and kind of, like, say, okay, how to show up here to support him. Yeah, so. that's, that is, I was going to ask about that because I've had experiences with, they call it post-event collapse syndrome. Oh. And it's a, it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you go into, you go into the event and you're going to be so good. And you got all your tools and you're all ready, you know, and you're, you're 50% there and look at how well I've done all the way this first half. And then you're 80% there and you're like, I only have to go another 20%. I can do this. I'm being, I'm doing so good. And then you get done and you go back to your native environment, whatever that is. And there is this collapse. Yeah. And so part of planning for me anyway, for planning for the holiday is not only planning for what's going to happen for the holiday, but planning for the week after the holiday, yeah. right? How I'm going to do self-care and what I'm going to do for self-care for me, you know, in the middle of it so that I don't have the crash, the post-event collapse syndrome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the awful, awful fight in the car on the way home. Yeah. Those are the yeah. worst. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you avoid that now? Is it through discharging Jeremy's energy? I know you said that you figured it out. Well, it, it was, it was being curious, trying to figure it out and, and just realizing it's, it's not where I don't want to drive three and a half hours to be around somebody that complains all the time. And, mm. and, and, and so you it, want it, to serve and love Jeremy's mom. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of have to get into a mindset before I go down there. Yeah. And so it is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a service space and even as a space of obli obligation because it is family, yeah. it's Christmas, you know, it's, it's that type of thing. And um, I also practice one of the things that you taught me is like, well, what if it goes well? Yes. What if it's amazing? You know, it's like, instead of like my story being, it's all going to be crap. It's all going to be what I know it's going to be. But right. what if it goes great? What if it goes well? What if this happens? You know, just and like giving it some, some other possibility. And, yes. Um, but no, it just, it, I think a lot of it was just going through kind of the, the, what wasn't ideal, getting curious about what wasn't ideal about it, and then shifting it into a, a less self-centered view of like, right. you know, it really That's isn't the creator-centered view, right? Yeah. We've it got, really when we're focused all inward on ourselves, you know, we've got that focus all inward, we're going to be unhappy, but when we're focused outward, yeah, that creator center. And I think sometimes when we get around family, that's what we have to like, if we want to keep the peace or keep a calmer experience. If we want to be our best selves. Well, 
or to just be just to say like does it really matter if this person does this or says this about this yes. i'm only yes. going to be around them a certain amount do i need to rise to the occasion yes or can i just let yes. it be you know in mastermind tonight we're talking about neurolinguistic programming right and so i was reading about it today and listening to some stuff about it today preparation for tonight and what they were talking about they're talking about anchoring and how to anchor a good feeling for something that you're going to, you want to accomplish, right? Mm-hmm. And after she went through the whole anchoring process, she giggled and she said, so next time, I think she was working on a knuckle. Next time you do this and you push that button, mm-hmm. you'll have that emotional response. Well, and that got me thinking, how many times have people pushed that Christmas button? Mm-hmm. And that conditioned response, right? They're pushing your buttons. But it is, it's conditioned. Yeah, that conditioned response. And you're undoing it. Yeah. Good for you. Well, I only get to practice it a few times a year, so. Yep. But I love, I love the idea of what if it's going to be great? I bought a book one time without any real um, knowledge of what was in it, just for the title. Because the title was, what if it's wonderful? And I enjoyed it. It was, that was the context of it. What if it's wonderful? And that's probably where that teaching that I taught you came from. What if it's great? What if it's great? great? And there are so many people who go to family gatherings and it is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So why not, why not expect the good? Yeah. Yeah. Expect yourself to do really well. Pat yourself on the back because you're going to do good. And if you're not, well, there's self-care and ways to take care of yourself. Um, This week, we're going to talk about uh, reclaiming your creator role. And you've talked about so much of it already, uh, pausing and reflecting on the suffering that you're feeling. But what you didn't do, and this is what you need to do, is this. (laughs) You go, girl. Good job. That's right. (laughs) And recognize because you really are claiming your thoughts and claiming your roles and determining what you want them to be rather than just defaulting into. This is my path. programming. This is who I am. And I do hear that so many times. People are like, well, this is just who I am. This is just how I am. I'm like, that's not true. I know it's not. You're not stuck. <laughs> I know. And it's also like, you know, maybe what you are and how you're showing up is not really the best for you or for others. Well, and the question is, is that who you want to be? Exactly. Do you want if you want to be, I'm all in there for you. Sure. If that's not who you want to be, then you could change it if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And be okay that if you don't want to change that, that maybe I don't want to be around you. Yeah, that's okay. Because I get to choose. It's like you get to choose. Yeah. 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 That's good. That is thank you for that. That is right. Do you take um, like a, a pause? A, like I, I like to talk about a mini minute where I just take a breath pause. I know you said you do a lot of breathing. Is there anything else that you do to take care of yourself through the holidays when you get in those sticky spaces or the spaces where for me, I have a really active storyteller that will get in there oh, or better yet, she'll come out and it'll be um, the pity party. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get a part that's really big on having a pity party. Yeah. And you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. I do have my story. <laughs> yeah. She's there. Yeah. She's active. Um, I have different active, you know, there's different times. Like I'm just thinking of like, 
the times that I have been, you know, around, you know, his family and like this happening and, and there have been times that it's just been really kind of frustrating. And I seriously will go into a bathroom and go, you know, it's like, ah, you know, just be like, <laughs> yeah. just sometimes I just have to like, just here, I'll go get something out of the car. And then 10 minutes later, I make myself, I make my way back in, you know? Yes. Like, but then you've got the fresh air. I know going out to the car makes a huge difference for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I'll go out and, and brush it off. I just do this, yeah. just brush it off with both hands, just get you it like, all off me and shake it out. Yeah, I, I, remember I remember you telling me one and I just am like, yes, that is so good. And it's like, hey, you so you just fold forward and just let it drain out of my head, blow out of my head. And, and so I just I let it all drain out. Yeah, I kind of took it a little step farther, falling over and just saying, just letting all of the BS just come out of my yep. head. Just, like, yep. you know, just suck it. I up love out. the idea of it falling out of your ears. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just all the stories that you've been telling yourself all the stuff that you've heard that you really just don't want to hear. And I love that the earth just takes care of it. Mm -hmm. It can all just drain in there. And she just, it's the ultimate recycling, right? Mm -hmm. Just takes care of it. And I do every single time I do that, I feel so much better. Even if it's really intense, if it's really intense in a pleasant way, um, mm -hmm. when I went to Aubrey's birth yeah. and Eli was born, it was intense. Yeah. It was really intense. And after he was born and everything was safely taken care of, I remember going out to make myself a cup of tea to sit down and we just bask in the new baby. You know, it's just such a beautiful place to be. While I waited for my tea to steep in the kitchen of the birth center, same, just folded forward, let all of that tension just drain out into the earth. And oh, just in that maybe minute that I was in that position, everything just drained away. And I, I like came back to myself. Yeah. And then I kind of sometimes laugh because I'm like, if I was a fly on the wall or I was somebody watching me, they'd probably be like, what is she doing? Oh, <laughs> the midwife walked laugh. through while I was doing it. And, yeah. and I, I used to, I mean, there would have been a day when I would have felt the need to explain. No, but no, I'm no, like, no, I just kind of laugh. Yeah, I'm I just doing like my thing. And, and, you know, we're all crunchy at the birth center anyway, so it didn't matter. Just another thing, but yeah. Yeah. What, what you would have said to your younger self who was less experienced than she is now, right? Yeah. What have you just said? Oh, sweetie, just, do what, just do what you need. You yeah. need to take care of yourself because when you take care of yourself, you're so good for everybody else. Yeah. Don't try and stuff it all in and just try to take care of everybody at the same time because it doesn't work. You have to nurture yourself mm -hmm. so you can help others. There's just no way. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it is the season or the time that you don't have it to help others. So you have to nurture yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay too. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. I, I think my favorite question is what would make me feel really good right now? Mm -hmm. And generally that's dark chocolate. But since I don't do a lot of dark chocolate, it's what thought would help me feel really good right now. Dark or chocolate. yeah, what could I do for myself to help myself feel really good right now? And sometimes that's, you know, the self-hug, which is really nice. And sometimes it's letting your head drain into the floor. Most often it's a cup of Creo. There it is. Yeah. What is it? What works for you? What, what would make me feel really good right now? Make me feel really good. Yeah. Right now? When you say that to yourself, what works for you? Well, I'm, I'm feeling good right now in the moment. Oh, so I, I know, feel, but let's yeah. just transport you to mother-in-law's. And you've been there for four hours now 
and you're hot and uncomfortable because you've been sitting in this stuffy space. So what would make you feel really good right now? Honestly, sometimes I just have to kind of have a little mantra in my head, like this too shall pass. You know, like it's like this is this this is temporary. This is temporary. And sometimes, you know, as as you know, the talk is going on, I'll just like, I will just be very curious about like why is this situation activating this in me? And so sometimes right. I'll go and I'll figure it out because I feel like it's an opportunity to learn more about myself. Mm-hmm. Um because anything I contribute to the conversation besides a yes, uh-huh, or whatever is not going to really be, you know, it's just. It's not what she wants. Yeah. It's not what she wants. Her, she needs to be able to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you just have to talk. Yeah. And so um, there'll be that. Or if it's really just out of control stuff. <laughs> I have this saying sometimes I'm like, not my circus, not my monkeys. You know, where it just lets me know that, you know what, I don't have to engage in any level within myself or outside of myself about this because it's really not my business it's not my concern I mean I know by experience that anything I give anything any help or anything I try and give will not be received or it will or it or it will but it won't it will be it won't be used I mean I'm not saying that she's a bad you know ungrateful but it's just like it's just it's just not what is wanted at the time or needed. And so it's like, it's just really kind of funny. So sometimes I'll just be like, not my monkeys, not my circus. And yeah, yeah, yeah. there is your circle of influence, right? And there's your circle yeah. of control. And yeah. that's my circle of control. My circle of influence can be, oh, that's really sad. Yeah. And she feel like I care because I yeah. do care. Yeah. 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 And, and so yeah. I just showing up is enough, you know. And, and just you feel really good about that. Is, is enough. So and yeah, and taking care of yourself, which is so important. Yeah. So <laughs> y'all, I hope that wasn't a downer. I hope we got some good tools for you. Good tools. Okay, tools like be sweet to yourself, mm-hmm. be kind, right? Take a mini minute, extend yourself grace. You allow yourself to be human, right? What else would you say to a client to help somebody out? Be happy, express gratitude. Yeah. And, and and maybe just have a little bit of a, a a view going in, like in the long run, will this really matter? Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, you know, it, is it really a problem or yeah. is my interpretation of it? What is the problem? Yeah. And yeah. to also remember sometimes when we get back into those family dynamics, it's almost like we're put back into our childhood role. We do. Don't we? We just slip right into that old role. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and I think in some circumstances, it's totally fine and okay, but to be aware that that's the possibility Mm -hmm. and that that family has functioned that way for that long, you may be completely different and that's okay. But it's like maybe for that moment, just be aware of that and just show up authentically, but not in the sense of like tipping over the apple cart, you know? Well, and for me, that leads me to what's my focus? Yeah. So for me, I'm on the flip side. When I go into a family event, being the mom, and um, I, it gets really intense for me in service. And so rather, I don't get a lot of time to sit and listen. I'm always doing, doing, doing. And so the flip side for me is what do I need? And being willing to stop and take care of what I need. And so going in with the, I'm not the same person I was last year. I know a lot more 
And I'm really a lot better at taking care of myself and voicing my needs and look at all I've learned. Those are all really helpful thoughts for me. And then to go in and say, I've never done this Christmas before. This year, I'm going to do it better. I'm going to take care of myself. I wonder sometimes, because I, I, you know, just thinking, us, you know, women and especially like mother being kind of. Yeah, the, we give, give, give. Well, and also maybe when you start to see more of the adult children, maybe it's time to pass that proverbial torch on. Yes, it's the best thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> and, and then you kind of relieve yourself from some of that responsibility. Right. You know, perceived and real. You because know. again, you keep growing. Mm-hmm. You know, you think well, this is just who I am. Well, yeah, this is who you were for 30 years, but that doesn't mean your next 30 years are that way. Well, and also the family dynamic is changing because you have your children coming into that role of motherhood and and being like the the master of ceremonies, so to speak, because that's what they do, you know, and and organizing and all that. Yeah, and it's so exciting to see that change and to see how things organize, which is why I love the never done this Christmas before. And your quote, what if it's great? What if it's great, you know? And so maybe some of the, you know, minefield would be, is this the Christmas that I just passed the torch? Or am yes. I trying to still hold on to it? Because that may yes. be causing some dynamic issues. Who knows, you know? Well, yeah. this year we're going to Aubrey's for Christmas. We've never had Christmas. It wasn't at our house. So that's going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be really nice. I'm very what's, much excited. I was going to say, what's the story you're telling yourself? The story in my head, it's going to be really noisy. And will I be able to find a quiet space? Because I love me my quiet. But then I come back to, I've never done a Christmas like this before. And I'm really good at saying what I need. And there's always a place for me to go if I need quiet. But if I won't, I won't need quiet if I'm just willing to roll. Yeah. Because that's what happens. You start getting yourself all tied up with resistance. Yeah. Mostly the story is, it's going to be great. Somebody else is going to cook and there's going to be a Christmas tree that I didn't decorate. And I get to watch Little's open presents, which will be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's going yeah. to be good. Yeah. Sounds like you've got some good stories going on. Good ones and bad ones. It's always, you know, yeah. the way we work. Yeah. The It'll way we work. It'll be interesting to hear if any pop up while it's happening. Oh, I know it will. Because I know we did Thanksgiving at Christopher and Emily's this year and the year before we did it at Aubrey's and both times I was like, oh, you should be doing this. Oh, you should be doing that. (laughs) And all the whole afternoon I was working with little pop-up parts that would say, you really, oh, but you didn't. And shouldn't you? And this is you passing the door. (laughs) I was like, no, I shouldn't. I'm going to sit here on the bar and make conversation. And if somebody, (laughs) they will say something. Yeah. It was so good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. And yours will be with mother-in-law. Well, for that, and then Christmas here. So it'll just be- Yeah, which will be sweet. You and Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be sweet. And then when we come back on the 8th, um, we will have had our new jumpstart already. We will come back in two weeks, right? Our jumpstart is January the 6th two days before we come back to talk at the 50-50 girl, the creator-based life again. And we're going to be talking about inspired goals, right? Yeah. I know. Like, I know. All of a sudden, we're looking at January. I know. All of a sudden, I'm like, what is on the schedule? You're in the headlights. But yes, we have have coaching clear tomorrow. 
And then we won't have coaching clear for two weeks. We're taking those two weeks off. Then we, and we have mastermind tonight and we won't have mastermind again until the 8th of January. Everybody gets Christmas break. And we have, I don't know if Jason's doing book club. Do you know what the book club is? For I don't, this week? I don't think so. I think, um, I think we finished think the, the book club's on break day, too. and then we're taking a break until January from what I understand, That's but don't I mean, find out from her. Okay. And no. then we will have the jumpstart on the 6th of January on inspired goals. And between now and then, I think just pausing and reflecting and relishing in 2023 is in order, don't you? Oh, totally. Just being all in and really enjoying where we are right now. And I think what's good in reflecting on what went well in 23. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. Get you in that, well, well that in mindset. Yep. That is my favorite. And and to quote Jacine, even though she's not here, what are you most proud of? What are you most proud of? What are you most proud of? And one of the things I am most proud of is I kept track of for the first eight months, not the whole year, because I'm not perfect, but for the first eight months, what I was most proud of each month. Well, that's nice. So now as I go to reflect on 2023, I have through August that I have written down and looked at. September will be you week and the things that happened around that. And so it'll be really, really cool. I love the end of your reflections. So we'll talk about that and about the new year when we come back. But for now, Merry Christmas, my friend. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful holiday. And Merry Christmas, 5050 girls. I love you. And we'll see you again on January 8th. What I think about, I bring about That's the way it is, and there is no doubt Day by day I pave the way With every little thought I think Hey, thanks for joining us today in A Creator-Based Life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on Linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Cause what I think about, I bring about That's the way it is, there is no doubt Day by day I pave the way with every little thought I think Day by day I pave the way with